0: Here we are again.
1: Hello, friends. Hello there. Oh,
0: no. Whoa, I, thought you, I thought you were early.
1: I thought you were now, early. Now my syncs not messed up. What's up, everybody? I just messed up the handshake. Sorry, guys. You know what it is, baby. It's the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin. Here. It's okay. I messed things up, but we're here. As always, fellas, you know the deal. Powered by dimers and today we are presented to you by points bet okay dimers has teamed up with points bet for an exclusive offer for the rest of november where any new user who signs up with them and bets fifty dollars will get a free dimers hoodie so if you want to claim that offer head over to our landing page at dimers www.dimers.com backslash a d e d and click on the points bet link once you sign up and deposit that fifty dollars you will be able to claim your free dimers hoodie and that's not all for the new users who claim this offer you'll also be able to get a two risk free bets up to two thousand dollars that's a really good offer there for for points bet there so head over to the link and claim and support the show with the new dimers hoodie i know we only have about you know seven or eight days left in november but hey Hey, if you want to support the show go get 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 a dimers hoodie and and listen guys you get two Risk free bets up to two thousand dollars. Great for points bet to uh to you know get some involvement on their sports book. But uh today we have another guest. The guest front is just going off for us, and we cannot wait to keep pumping in these guests. So tell us who it is today, Manny.
0: So today we're joined by another gambler, probably one of the most slept on in the space because of reasons that we will get into during the interview. Sharp, super sharp NBA prospector. I've actually tailed to cover props, I'm Not gonna lie, she's one of those people that if I check and I see she's on something I'm on, I'm feeling a lot better today. Everybody, can we please give Sanaya a warm welcome to the podcast? Let's fucking go. Yes. Let's
1: go. Yes, look at you. There look at is. you! Wow, this is super cool what for is us. Good? What is crazy? How are you? Thank you so, so much for your time. It means so much to us that you're here with us. How are oh, you? Yeah, man.
2: I'm super good. I'm blessed to be here, man. How are y'all doing?
1: Hey, we're great. This is, uh, for us, awesome. I mean, this is super cool because, you know, there's a lot of, and we're going to get into, the, we're going to dive into this stuff. You know,
0: later on as I we go. Finn, I forgot to shout out Do I forgot she was on to Look at her big time with a <laughs> little, okay, I see you. I see you. But this is cool for us because
1: we, as you know, I mean, many people in this field are, are gambling who are maybe on the spectrum of the male side, right? So we get someone Definitely. here. It also is really cool for us because for the people that listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, they get to hear a female voice. No, we nice. haven't had a female on this podcast <laughs> yet. So this is super cool. So why don't you just give oh, us yeah. a little bit of, uh, of a background on yourself, gambling, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, you know, just for, for the people uh, listening at home, just everything about yourself.
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, there is a lot, a uh, mouthful, but uh, my name is Sanaya. Um, I started off and am still a, uh, a music artist. Um, but I've been a content creator for a very long time. Um, from the days of like Twilight, I was making videos. So it was something that really came naturally to me. Um, I started gambling, I'd say maybe like two years ago. Um, my boyfriend had introduced me to it. And that's when I downloaded my first sports book. I was playing basketball ever since I was like 10, 11, back in middle school. So it's like that that love for basketball mixed with you know, the entertainment of sports gambling. It was fun to me. It was sports betting. It was like, yeah, something, something that I really enjoyed. And not only that, but um, like I've had my Twitter account since like 2009, I think. And for the longest time, I would push out music on occasion, but I never really used it actively the way I did um, Instagram and my other socials. But then I came across the gambling Twitter community. And there is such a strong community there that it kind of inspired me to do what I'm doing now with FanDuel and kind of just helping beginner sports bettors understand the game without feeling dumb nah
0: i completely understand that and i just it's yeah. it's so awesome to talk to you just like you, you i didn't know all that about you off the jump i have right. probably oh, about yeah, three man. four or five more questions i want to ask you but unfortunately <laughs> you can't go two hours <laughs> of the show um right. nah but so tell us the story about Fanduel, though how'd that happen did you get a little hey big head
2: dm did you get a package in the mail how did you go about it uh, was working with Fandle? it happened literally overnight guys like I started doing bet the bag on my channel, my page, you know, under Sanaya X, I was doing bet the bag. Uh And it was really just about not only through bet the bag, I taught myself how to how to sports bet. And I was like, you know what, if I'm going to teach myself, I might as well dive into this lane, create these videos, I've already been comfortable in front of the camera. So let me teach myself on camera and help beginners learn as well so that's really where it came from and I started getting a flood of followers just from like different sports betting accounts that I was following and the guys from FanDuel the the content managers they ended up following me but I didn't even notice because there were so many followers and I wasn't going through clicking every page so he hits me up um on Twitter and was like hey what's up uh we've seen your content and we'd like to know if you want to work with us like what yeah (laughs) Yeah, i'm I'm, I'm there sign me up right (laughs) exactly it was already the main sports book that i was using at that point so it was like a no-brainer for me yeah i think that's super cool that
1: you know you just get sometimes like the stars align at at different times and certain points so i see they have a super cool setup there um, and I should say an, a, an experienced setup and that's why I'm kind of taking it this way. So I know we're going to be going into the gambling front and, and all those kinds of things, but you mentioned all at right. the beginning that you have always been into content creation. So kind of tell yes. us the story of like how you got into content creating, why that was a passion of yours and how you're able to keep that up with gambling now.
2: Yeah, honestly, um, when I first started, you got in mind, I'm in my thirties. So when I started, content creating. That's not what it was called. Oh, sure. It was, Yeah, you're shooting videos, you're making music, you're, you know, I had a camera at my house growing up and I have siblings. So we would just pretend to shoot ourselves like doing MTV Cribs and different stuff like that. So I always grew up with that kind of entertainment in my blood, wanting to be a singer, wanting to be an artist. And it really just grew from there. I was able to find different um, groups within school where we would make stuff like yearbook i was in yearbook so i was in to into photography at that point and it just it snowballs from there
0: nah you don't, and you don't look at day past 30 girl look at you man. I, see it. <laughs> you so, I see it. so uh so on on this game side of twitter things it can get a little ugly and we don't usually see a lot oh, of women on that side because i feel like maybe they're afraid of the backlash or kind of just the nasty people that are out there that we won't speak about Do you kind of feel like a catalyst or maybe like a leader showing other girls what is possible in this sector of of Twitter? Or do you just kind of just, I'm just doing my own thing kind of mindset?
2: Um, I definitely do take the fact that I'm a woman and um, really embrace that because you're right. There's not a lot of us on, on gambling Twitter. There may be some, you know, out, out in the world, but as far as that community specifically, there's a handful of us and it's just, it's something where I have to, I feel like a representative, whether whether someone makes me that or not, you really are, you know, who you are, what you look like, how you sound, you're a representative of your brand as well as other people. So I've definitely um, connected with a lot of different women in the industry so far. And I know I'm going to connect with more that are just like really dope and know what they're doing. And it's not even, if people got past the gender they would realize that we're all talking the same shit we're all talking about sports yeah. we all know what we're right. talking about i
0: wanted you to say that so bad because i feel like there's so many girls in this in the section that are just slept on like you just yeah. don't think that they know as much as you just because they're a girl but if you listen to them talk they probably know more than you they probably right have a better angle than you they probably are sharper than you. they're probably not losing money on Fanduel like you're doing on name source <laughs> so it's real good that you highlighted that
2: yeah, definitely. If you walk into a sports bar, you know, you're gonna see girls there and they're not all there Facts. just to look pretty. Half of them are watching the game. <laughs> they're right. in on this shit too. So
1: is there so and I, I wanna take it to a technical side like early on and I told Manny I wanted to go technical just because yeah. this is one of those questions that we don't like to reuse and recycle some of the questions that we ask just because we've had, you know, we have cappers and gamblers all over this show. So we don't want to really right. recycle the same stuff. But there's one question right. that we have to ask. Every person that comes on here, because most people so far have had a way different, you know, outlook on this question. And that question is, Mm -hmm. what is your outlook on the unit system? Do you personally use a unit system? If so, how important is it? Uh, Because here, obviously, we want to promote smart and responsible gambling. But we talk to people like Bo, and he's like, well, if I feel something, you know, I'm just going to go all in. I'm going to just throw whatever the hell I got in the account, and we'll see what happens. But there's a lot of people that are like... I'm going to go up sixty five to seventy units in this NBA season, and that's that. Mm-hmm. And I stick to that that system there. So is there are you true to that? Um, and if so, why and how that helps you?
2: Yeah. So the most professional answer would probably be to stick to that unit system yeah. if you want if you want to make long term profit in the game, it's you really have to be disciplined in it do I always stick to that discipline? No. Yeah, <laughs> there are times, there is. are times it I, I, I like to, <laughs> well, everybody's hey, hey, a couple
0: of vodka soda. <laughs> right. Say some good music. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. I mean, there are nights when, you know, after an NBA game, if I'm just like sitting up bored and some overseas basketball games are on, I might dabble <laughs> on that under over. I'm going to be honest with you. Let's I might go. not even know who the hell is playing, but. You know, when you kind of know a sport, I've learned to stay the hell away from like soccer and tennis half the time. But if it's like a basketball game and I know kind, I know how they work, it's like, mm, I don't see them getting over that. Oh, <laughs> let me go ahead and dabble on that. And it's there have been a few times when they've definitely hit. Um, but if if somebody wants to make long term profit you know sticking to the unit system is the smartest route that way you're not going all in on something that you just got a gut feeling about and then you lose then what then you're back at zero and you got to build your way up again again so and and i've been there you know i think we all have at one point or another been there when it's just like oh i'll just go all in yep. and, you just...
1: <laughs> and then and then you gotta say hey draft king say <laughs> hey, fandle i need to i, I need to hit that all deposit cashier. button. yeah <laughs>
0: <Cashier. laughs> <laughs> nah, exactly. that's cool though, cause we we so we've talked to a bunch of different people that gamble, but like some people you like like Bo's a lawyer and everyone has a kind of their own thing and then you yeah. come out hot with the like yeah, I make music. Like so kinda dive into that. How do you balance the two? Like are you more serious about one than the other? When can we get some new music coming out? Can I get a Spotify link? Like what's going on with the music? Hey,
2: okay. yeah, of course. <laughs> uh all all streaming networks, all streaming sites, it's uh Sanaya X. That's all okay. you've been. You know, okay. I had a, a song release like a week or so ago. So that's, the okay. new music. Uh, <laughs> but um, I really, you know, the content creation, music, all of it is, is more passion than, than anything. So it's what I was passionate about ever since I was little, like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to write music. Da da And it's just something that I never grew out of. So I knew that, you know, the more, the more we get comfortable with technology, of course it wasn't as big back then, but we have the world at our fingertips, and if I want to make music for my bedroom and make money off of it, I can now. And that wasn't really that wasn't really an option back then. You know, I had to be, oh, I want a record deal, da da da, no, mm-hmm. fuck that. I can make the music from my bedroom and and get it out to the world, and anybody can listen to it. So that was that was something where I was like, okay, God, I want to make money creating. I want to make money doing what I love so that it doesn't feel like a job. And little little by little, um, my life started to go that direction where I was working. I started working at um, this music school called School of Rock in here in Memphis. And it was, you know, getting that taste of being around music every day. And I had been writing up to that point, but it was around that time being in that environment when I started getting paid for it. And now I'm getting to do 20, 30 second TikTok ads for like a grand, uh, an ad. And it's like,
1: cool? that's great. That's, that's insane. just crazy. That's yeah, insane. Be- I wanted to do <laughs> something like that too. Just like, like the voice side of it. Like, Hey, yeah. I, I, we have all the equipment here. Like that, cause that's one exactly. of the things that my mom's been preaching is like nowadays, like you said to you, to the whole bedroom statement. I mean, you don't have to go to these professional studios and do any of that. Like no. you can just, they can just send you the script. You record it on something like this. Then the same right. that you have, and then you just send it back over. And one of the exactly. things that was super cool to me too, is that you said a little while back is like, well, I can do this type of content creation now. And back mm-hmm. then when I first did it, this was your point. It wasn't mm-hmm. called that. And I talked to many all the time. And I'm like, when I tell like, you know, like the, the older generation, what we're doing
2: their mm-hmm. response
1: is like yeah like that's really cool you know I, I i don't get it but like that's really cool and i'm like and i just joke <laughs> back Perfect. and jokingly back i'm just like well you know this is my generation type things like you i mm-hmm. i totally understand that you wouldn't get it because this was n- like this would never be possible like back right. then you know you take 10 15 20 years off this there is no way that this is like anything that we're doing right now makes no. sense at all um so i want to spin this over to your twitter and yeah. i know you have a, a big following on twitter so talk to us about like how your kind of niche is on how you're able to build that following i know like there's probably some people that are listening that are like oh like i want to put some picks out on a twitter page yeah. and and see if i can get a following but i don't really necessarily think it's all about the picks i think it's about who the person is and if you're really interactive with the people following
2: yeah exactly that's that's the main thing if you're going to be um, an active part of gambling twitter it's really about the interaction right so anybody can put out picks you can have bullshit picks. anybody, everybody watches games. anybody can put out anything, but it's really about i think for for me, not only is it about about being a woman that's giving you basketball picks, but somebody with knowledge. i think the more the more that we're able to Flex our experience and our knowledge with it. That's where you get people who are who are tuning in, who are listening in, and definitely the the interaction part. Because if you're not responding to people, that's really what Twitter is. It's just a big conversation. Um, so that's that's really how I started. Was really just like tagging people, um, and I think that may have been how Fanduel found me. Was you know posting my tickets my green slips and tagging them and letting them know like, hey, you guys helped me win this amount or, you know, just throwing out the ideas. And I think that's that's one of the things that I really love about gambling Twitter is that there's so many people out there with knowledge, but different perspectives. So someone can be a pro at what Julius Randall is about to do right oh he's about to get 20 he's dropping 25 to 912 boards then you got somebody else who's like well I don't know RJ Barrett kind of you know he, he might do a little something and they give you their take on it and it's like damn I didn't think about that so so like it's crazy how much these people on Twitter can affect and influence tickets because you see people hitting $10 for $1,000 or, you know, $100 for $100,000 off of just conversation, off of people just throwing ideas out there. And it's, it blows my mind. But a lot of my Twitter following came after just being consistent with it. That's, I think that's, that's one of the main things is just being consistent and being interactive. Um, y'all do a great job of that, you know, tweeting every day, just letting people know, hey, we have this out there, oh, talking right. to people. Right. Y'all, y'all's Twitter following Come is on, growing yeah. just as much as mine. Hey, hey that's you know. nobody <laughs> that, <laughs> That's the that's the
1: coolest part <laughs> for us, though. It's like we're able to see like there's consistent growth. Like, sure, when we yep. get the shout outs and we get those people that are like, you know, I'll do a giveaway if you follow, those people drop off, but then you get some new people and then you know, you just start to keep seeing that generational growth and it just right. stays and stays and it's like hey like we got something like something's right. happening if you're just consistent and that's like the main point that you just stated there
0: for sure i think other thing too about that is like just being yourself i see a lot of people that like try to get in the game on twitter and post pics and it's like you you literally just look like you're copying and pasting x's tweets right. like the little the little personality yeah. here so last mm-hmm. time we had a guest on during basketball season, a little bit of a best basketball expert, Kenny. He gave us, before the playoffs started, said the Suns mm-hmm. were going to be in the finals and he picked them to win the finals on the podcast. So I'm mm-hmm. going to try to run it back
2: <laughs> one more time.
0: Can you give me a finals matchup, a long shot winner? Listen, you know what I'm saying? I need something for the FanDuel. Listen.
2: <laughs> before, before the season started, right? I said... I really like the Chicago Bulls, okay, and I really like the Miami Heat, okay. Now, no, I also mentioned the Sacramento Kings, but I I don't, I don't know that they'll be in the finals this year. They're working towards it. They're looking good, but I think that Chicago Bulls or Miami Heat will be in the finals. I did also, I did also mention a redemption year for Golden State, and they're showing the fuck out this year. I, I was Golden I State was on though. the same
1: I'm right, right on the same wavelength like there. We did a little prediction, and I said uh, I said Golden State as well, just because no, they <laughs> everybody back.
0: No no go yep. where to go that
1: Yeah, he's talking. He, he 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 picked the. He
2: wants the Lakers to win. Where to go that Listen, where, where to go that oh, hey, how's about? I I love I, I I had so much faith in the Lakers before the season started. Oh right? no. And no, hear me out. I I, I like what they're doing. I think it may take one or two years, Okay, but (sighs) I just don't know, though. I don't know if they it's possible that, you know, some some teams come out the second half of the year and just blow everybody away. That that could be that could be the story here. They just need a chance because like I remember Shannon was talking about um, just the chemistry between Russ and the West, the rest of the team. And you started to see it in the beginning of the season. That little, it was kind of shaky there, and then he started to, you know, get get his rhythm in there. And you were starting to see that more. So, we still have a lot of injuries on the Lakers, though.
0: That is very true. Who is your goat, I, by who, the way? That's very true. Who
1: is your goat? Is it MJ or, or LeBron? Lord,
2: I I, I I had to ask. Listen, tonight I like you. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, you sound like you sound like a LeBron goat
1: <laughs> you got it right, you got it right.
2: I'm an eighties baby, I figured so I figured yeah. I, we know the answer
1: that's okay <laughs> you know it's fine it's fine it's it's okay
2: we, yeah i think I think everybody is entitled to have you know their own their their goat you know mm. without I, I, can you have two goats i feel like you can now yeah see i used
0: to live on the spectrum of the one a and one b but i heard that's a cop out so i can't i can't cop do it no more out. i can't <laughs> do it no more you got to. I, if i gotta choose what i'm gonna choose Brian, and I'm, a, I'm gonna die on that hill i will happily die on that hill all right do right, so, you feel how do you feel ahead.
2: about the uh the la- the clash between him and isaiah stewart then Oh, oh my! I asked him about. The show I yesterday. mean, like, listen, like,
0: <laughs> be, stew, just wanted to have a little drama. If you were going to punch right. LeBron, you should have did it when you were face to face with him. You know what I mean? And then my right. whole takeaway too was like coming from you play basketball so you've had those mm-hmm. games where all right my team i'm on a nice team we're playing this little scrappy team they're not that good but they're playing with us today they're probably found mm-hmm. a little hard they're being annoying as shit then you see in the clip beef stew had his arms all on lebron and lebron mm-hmm. you don't mean to hit him he just hit him with the, get the
2: you know what i mean get off right.
0: me. and it happened to right. catch him in the face and then uh, here goes isaiah stewart when he's face to face lebron is yeah no nah, my fault bro then <laughs> gets away from him and they, they, looks like he, he needs the whole green bay packers defense to stop him like he's running over yeah. coaches like i think i was just dramatic i wasn't a fan
2: so were you upset about the uh, the one day suspension i think it was i think that was complete bullshit
0: what are you what are we getting suspended yeah. for what do we he well, now
1: he misses the game against my <laughs> new york knicks
0: inadvertent <laughs> i mean he didn't even he didn't, he didn't even really argue you had rush throwing his hands up rush threw his hands up twice right but, but Braun I mean, gets suspended just for being yeah, involved. Like,
2: <laughs> that's cool.
0: Maybe maybe cause they cause they know that they play their favoritism with Braun. So it's like, all right, Braun,
2: we gotta punish you this time. So no one keep him quiet. Right. Keep him quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Just make an example yeah. of him real quick. That's exactly. right.
1: All right, so back to gambling. I want to find your niche here in terms of how you bet. So yeah. I know a lot of people get their followings by making eight to ten leg parlay bombs at, you know, tens of thousands of of you know, plus odds and they're making a lot of cash and they get big followings from that. And then you have yeah. your straight betters that are just so, so consistent. Are you kind of in yeah. the mix of both? Because I see a little bit of both. I see some plus odds, some some good plus odds on your tweets. Um, yeah. or are you like more heavy on the straights?
2: So shout out to El Captain. He's the reason that I really started focusing <laughs> yeah, on straight, straight guns, right? Go, me. Me too, to be honest yeah, with you. Cause like parlays are fun you see those odds and you're like oh man all i gotta do is put a dollar and i could get ten thousand. why why not why yeah. wouldn't i try it um but you can only get hurt so many times by the hook and you're like all right okay i see what's going on here let me let me go ahead and use straight bets to build the bulk of my my bankroll and then do parlays for fun because if it hits fantastic if it doesn't okay i'm cool i still got i still got a big chunk here um but my, I, I lean towards player props. But if I see something good, if I see something that's like, yo, I'm going to put like 40 on that right now, it's, I got to share it. You know, there's some, there are some bets when it's like, just out, out of pocket, out the blue, overseas shit, all like posts on Twitter, like, oh, you guys got to lock in this under right now. And then it hits and it's like, <laughs> all right, cool. But I find, I find a lot of fun in player props. Um, and i tend i tend to do straight bets i i want people to do straight bets so that you know they can be responsible and you know grow it consistently but damn if a if a player performance double parlay isn't fun
1: oh my gosh i'll tell you marcus is the one that back in like march that got me onto those he had his like 50k bomb on on player performance doubles and i was like i didn't even know you could do that so then i just started (laughs) messing around and you know you know, fifty, sixty, seventy dollars down in the hole. Later, there goes my parlays. I'm like, all right, back to the streets.
0: See, I can't. Right. I, I can't get like. I'm definitely, I would say, seventy five to eighty five percent straight bets. I can't get with mm-hmm. the like. I just, I hate losing. Like, just from my sport, I don't right. like seeing the red X. I don't like giving FanDuel money. I know you're with FanDuel X. and everything like that, but personally, <laughs> like, fuck FanDuel. Like, I want all of your money. But so I, I like to just like like see my my record kind of stack over time. How did so? Mm-hmm why do you like is it kind of like a more fun thing that that uh, it's like wait hold on i didn't even get to it so with the par- player props versus like the straight betting and line betting is it more yeah. fun for you to feel like you like to follow the players easier for you or is like do you think it's like too much to follow the whole team is there too many variables going on why do you lean towards the player props and not towards the team aspect of a bet- game things?
2: well there are there are definitely times when i go with a money line or a spread um sometimes if the teams are too good or it's like against my favorite team and I know they may not win I'll go with an over under but there there's just I guess it is more fun for me to to really focus in on the players being a player you kind of want to get into you know tap into their mind see Thanks. what they're doing I love that and yeah I, I like you know you enjoy uh cheering for the team and I'll cheer for the team all day but there's something about like Fuck yeah like jimmy butler just hit another three i can't believe it right. like that kind yeah that kind of uh excitement it's i think it's uh i don't know I, I don't know that it's more enjoyable because you know if you're if you bet on a money line especially if they're down and it's at like plus you know plus odds and it's like really juicy What what was one there was one yesterday I was like that oh the clippers versus the kings if you bet on the clippers when they were down you're like oh okay this might be good and the fact that you get cash out options fact that's always well, that's I'll always spit a good that thing I mean that back at like you
1: and say unlike the over under side you know if you're taking the over like let's say you just like you you play a player prop in in a certain game like you know for example tonight's lakers and Knicks game and you pick a player prop and then you know you just take the over so you're rooting for yeah. the player prop but then you take the over and it's like well, now I get to root for both teams just to score. Like, I need points. Yeah. You know, and I see, I see, you know, a lot of these analysts talking and a lot of these other, you know, Barstool guys, and they're all just like, why would I take the under? Like, that's just the lousy way. Because I, I don't, I, I want to sit here and root for points. I want to root for the three. I want to root for the M1. I don't want to, like, yeah. it's just boring to root for the under. And I took an under, right. like, a live under last weekend on the Sixers and the Trailblazers. And I watched that cash in, like, four minutes in live. And I'm like, guys, like, this is why I don't take under. It's like, and this is why I take the over and root for the points.
2: All right. All right, it's just yeah, weird. Definitely.
1: Um, so in terms of how you dabble with the... I know you, there's, there's got to be those times where you get, like, that criticism and that dark side of gambling. So being, like, a woman in this gambling, Twitter, this gambling field, We ask these types of questions, uh, just like the trolls type questions, because we're eager to to hear how people with big followings in this community are able to deal with these types of comments. So when you get that, is there, you know, do you tend to answer some of those? Because we see some of the people that are in this field that, you know, they they. Put some time to it for a little bit, and then it's like the easy block. Is there a way that you're able to, you know, kind of deal with it, or do you have a different thing that happens? Because obviously, you know, just from my assumption, I would assume that it, some of these comments would have to be a lot worse than what what the guys are getting. I would say, oh, and yeah, no disrespect, definitely. but you know, it's just what I what I what I assume was the comments that you would get.
2: Right. So you're already walking a thin line being a woman in sports betting. Um, you know, cause they already, a lot of them already assume that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Right. So let you miss a pick, Let something go wrong right. that you had no control. Well, I told over. you so. <laughs> I told you so. That's why I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things. I actually, um, you know, I, I'm a passive person for the most part. Um, and if you're going to bark shit behind a computer or a phone, I really don't want to put too much energy towards that. There's been a few times, you know, when I've, when I've written back and, oh God, I remember there was one time after I uh, was added to FanDuel and um, I just, I don't know. It it was like a, a random cuss word. Like I wasn't cussing at this guy, but I was just like, oh, get over your shit type right. and he was like Fandu, you would let your people speak to oh people like this. Oh <laughs> are you kidding me he was really trying to get me canned so um after that I was like you know what these people are not worth my job these people are not worth you know the connections that I'm making on a positive note so I've I've gotten in line with Jerry and like the second someone pops off, if, if it's not constructive, like, yeah, if we had a bad night, if I was like one and three on my picks, I expect to hear a little criticism and I'm okay with that, you know, you, we take this so seriously and you're really, you're either helping or hurting people make money. And I don't want to hurt anybody's pockets. I'm not trying to like rob anybody of anything. And I must clear that up because so many people think that because I work with FanDuel, that I'm somehow trying to get people to lose and that helps me at all. It doesn't help me at all. No, I I get no kind of um, pay or no kind of uh, incentive for losing a bet. If anything, I just lost the money too, because I placed that bet before I shared it with you. Um, but yeah, like when it comes to when it comes to trolls, when it comes to all that, Block Button has been my best friend. And I, I, I've i lost track of who's on my block list at this point. Once, you know, out of sight, out of mind, once they're gone, it's just a little bit more peaceful on my side of Twitter. Facts. I think yeah. people
0: even just, like, just look for someone to blame. Like, we've gotten tagged and oh, shit yeah. sometimes because people we've had on the show. <laughs> oh, and it's like, yeah. dude, we don't release <laughs> fucking pics. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. I really find this interesting when people who, like, Seem to specialize in one sport because, like, so mm-hmm. I mean, when basketball's over, like, what do you, what do you do? Like, do you bet every sport? Do you just only post basketball, or is it really only just basketball? And it's like, oh no, I'm chilling after the basketball season. I kind of just dabble here and there, but I won't bet.
2: Um, no, I, I definitely dabble in different stuff. This past season, I got in uh MLB. Okay. after after the basketball season and i really enjoyed it you know i was riding with the tampa bay rays for a while i was like "Yo, know uh, yeah, yeah. out hitting them where it hurts <laughs> She's a, he's a yankees fan over there and of course <laughs> uh, of course we're riding
0: the al east guys over there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it was it was fun to you know keep up with their players learn about their home runs and you know just really gain experience in baseball um I haven't got into hockey like that. I tried to get into NFL, and every now and then I'll bet it. But for the NFL most is part, bullshit.
0: It's, it is absolute yeah, bullshit. Yeah, but like
1: when you take when Dude, you take your player props, <laughs> you know when you're looking at those player props in the NFL. You, you talked about the fun part about taking those player props. I mean, yeah, NFL. I think it's really cool to take player props that is true. because you know when I'm going to take a a Packers minus one against the Vikings and that somehow loses, like, that's (laughs) what I'm going to say. It's BS. But in this instance, you know, I'm going to say, I want the player props. I'm going to take Keenan Allen over on prime time at SoFi. So I, I I don't know. You know, that's why, I don't know. You say all about the, um, the player props and I'm like, I don't know, you know, dabble a little bit with the NFL, get those player props (laughs) cracking in the NFL.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely tried it. I mean, last night, you know, I built that same game parlay and, Everything hit, of course, except for the over. So Yep. yeah Class <laughs> and, and yeah. Fucking classic. Cl- classic, classic
1: NFL and classic uh New York Giants there. Um <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna take this on a really deep side. And um, I would just love for you to explain what it means to you being a woman in sports.
2: Ooh, being a woman in sports is it's um a big responsibility. Um it's like I said, you're you're walking a thin line, but we're seeing more and more respect, more and more progress. Like just WNBA this past season blew my mind in comparison to what it has been. Like people are taking it more seriously. People are starting to, of course, these these women are not getting nearly paid what, what NBA players are making. And that makes no sense to me. Um, but we're headed in the right direction with them, with the U S women's soccer team, we're starting to see more recognition for women in sports. And that's dope. And, um, it's something that I really appreciate. And it's like, it's, it's a whole untapped market at this point. There's so many women in sports who just don't have that platform, who don't have that recognition, uh, who don't, I, I feel like we get singled out or we get ignored a lot on, on Twitter when everybody's like, hey, guys, let's do this. Or, you know, it's it's more uh, men talk than it is yeah. women. And it's just, it's, like I said, it's it's untapped. Like, me, live moods, girl who bets, mm-hmm. uh, blondie or Goldilocks. Like, there's a lot of us on, on gambling Twitter who, like, really have a passion and wake up every day and do this shit and talk about this shit. So, I don't know. I think... We can only go up from here, really.
0: Nah, let's, I felt that. Like it, it, It's so awesome to be able to get the chance to talk to you. Like, you're a beautiful soul. You're a rare soul. Like You're a Thank courageous, you. brave person because it, it doesn't...
2: It's not easy. It takes easy. a lot.
0: It's not easy. It's not easy. Like it, it probably, you can probably make it seem so easy. Like, you're cool. Oh, I'm Sonai, I, I make my music. It's easy. <laughs> but it's not easy. So the final question I kind of had for you today was you had a tweet you wrote out. You said there was two things you got to take care of. Then you can finally give all your time to your desires and everything you want to do. Can you guys give yeah. us like a, a preview of what, what we can
2: see from Sinai next? What do you got playing up? What do you got cooking up? Oh, my gosh. I don't. Honestly, whatever the Lord has in store for me, man, (laughs) to be honest with you, definitely like, you know, like I said, I got to I have to take care of my my car payment and then I have to um, get my computer upgraded. But I want to dive back into film. Of course, there's there's music at all times. Um, I really I had my daughter like a year ago, so she's been my main. That's
1: awesome. Congratulations. Yeah
2: thank you thank you she's been my main focus a one-year-old is a handful so yeah between between being with her and like raising her up and uh i'm a stay-at-home mom and a work-from-home mom so everything is here in the crib the beauty
1: of content creation like we talked about man between
2: between content creation and just like the the pandemic you find out how much you can do inside your house right and yeah it's just the sad creative. truth of figuring that out you know yes. you're locked
1: in your house in the pandemic and then you're able to like figure out like oh wow like this works like this is possible right.
2: yeah exactly um but there's just a lot of creating going on on this side guys that's amazing um the last thing from
1: me and we did this with pete with props.cast last week uh mm-hmm. your favorite
2: sports teams i have to i have to this ask from, from memphis right Yes. So it's well, good. I was I was born in Cali. So um, originally, uh, I I'm a Laker girl. Right? Uh, oh, okay. So I, yeah. Wait a minute. We got no LeBron. <laughs> that makes no sense. I don't find any correlation. <laughs> I grew up during the Kobe era. Well, okay. well, I, my dad, my dad grew up in Chicago, so he was a diehard Bulls fan. That's what I grew up oh, with in the so house. That's what you got so the there's a day.
0: little bit of bias here. So you really think LeBron's the GOAT, but you don't want to hear pops in the back. I
2: got it. Got, <laughs> it. got it. Got it.
1: But you were there for Kobe, so that must have been super cool.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I was there. I actually remember being in L.A. near the Stable Center during his, uh, I didn't get inside, but. Um, being outside during his final game before his retirement and like Mm. they had the Ferris wheel tons of people out there it was it was really wild Um, but when it comes to my favorite team I'm a player person I'm not even a team person really you know grew up with the Bulls and I think that's where, that's where it all started. Cause not only was it Michael Jordan that I liked, I liked Scottie Pippen. I liked Dennis Rodman. I liked uh, Tony Kukoc. I liked Steve Kerr, you know, like that core team. It was like, Oh yeah, all these dudes, all these elements like that, that meant a lot to me. And then I remember uh, I gravitated towards the Phoenix suns when it was Steve Nash and Barbosa and you know, that whole squad. And now I think when I when I talk about the Chicago Bulls, I think about not only Levine, but DeRozan and Vucevic and Caruso coming off the bench and Lonzo Ball. Like, it's really, if I think about a team, I'm thinking about the individual players within that team. So, yeah, me being a player person, I like Jimmy Butler a lot. I think Jimmy Butler's really dope. I think
0: it's a really um, cool outlook, though. See, like, the, I don't really yeah, hear I that. Respe- no, I that. respect that because usually when you hear, like, Nah, yeah, I'm a player person. Like you'll get someone like me. It's like, yeah, I followed LeBron from Cleveland back to <laughs> Miami. I followed him back uh-huh, to Cleveland. Uh-huh. But you're on the special. Like I, I like like the fun teams. Like they're not, they're they're good teams. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But like they're not like world beaters. They're not. They're not the monsters. Yeah, like they're, we're not. Gonna a hear, fun team.
1: We're not going to hear someone just like spit out the Bulls starting five and right. talk about like, oh, you know, this is why like I'm a player person. You know, right. so that's super cool um yeah. so we just want to thank you so so much for your time tonight you know, we oh, really man. appreciate it getting our first female on here for the people that Thanks. are done hearing three you know male voices every <laughs> time they have to listen to this <laughs> goddamn podcast we really appreciate your time before you go where can we find you on every platform you know music all yep. that spill everything for us before you go
2: Yeah, absolutely. Y'all can find me anywhere at Sanaya X. So that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Sanaya X, -X. S-A-N-I-Y-A-H-X. It's I think that's that's really all. Uh on TikTok, it's Bet the Bag 101. Bet the bag, baby. Okay. Okay. I love Rock it. it. Yes, sir. <laughs> but uh it was definitely a pleasure to be be on here with y'all and chop it up with y'all. You know, I'm a big fan of y'all, so it's it's really dope being here with y'all. No, we appreciate it. It was our
0: awesome conversation. I'm definitely on the lookout for music. We might need some new little music for us. Who knows? Hey, I hey, hey, jump I'm in Patriot. Keep, keep doing your things, and It was a pleasure. You're awesome. Thank,
2: Thank you so much. You. We you. hope this we isn't the last stuff. time
1: we see you and we talk to you, so we hope to see you real soon and be well.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Y'all as well. Thank you. Thank you. All right, bye. Wow,
1: that was Let's amazing. Go. That was amazing. Let's guys, go. that was Shania. What a great, like, different type of interview just because we have a female on. We hope you guys love that and 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 that new kind of outlook on women in sports. And I know it's, for some people, it may be like a, uh, is bullshit that I have to say this, but it might be a, a tricky topic for some people. But that's why we're able to—we're here to shine the light, and we know that there's different types of people that are following all these different people, and you know, we don't want to get it twisted. We're not on anybody's—you know—we're not on on this side. We're not on that side. We're here to extract everything from the bio on this podcast on Apple Podcasts on the podcast website. It literally says we're here to talk to industry professor professionals, and gain the most amount of information possible from them that's the quote so that's exactly what we're doing it's super cool to to talk to people because they all have just different stories so um you can follow us on our twitter page when we drop this when we drop everything that's going on i'm going to get to that in a minute at aded podcast on twitter and at aded pod on instagram the tiktok for different content that you won't see anywhere else is simply the name of the show the all day everyday show and we will be going live when we return from los angeles on twitch which is simply all day, every day show. There is no the. That's right. I said it. Uh, one week from today, we will be touchdown in Los Angeles, Ooh, California so with camp. our editor, Tyler McGee. Cannot wait to get started out there and and essentially do the same thing that we did in Auburn. We will not be going to a, a football game and doing a tailgate, but we are going to be walking around the streets. We are going to be asking some questions. So, uh, you know, stay tuned for that video. We've seen some some previews of it. and. Boy, it looks amazing. Uh, we did. We, we went to Auburn. We came and we conquered. Talk about the YouTube. Let's get the hell out of here.
0: So if you did make it to the very end of this video, first of all, I appreciate you so much making it past every single one of his little ad reads, whatever you want to call that. <laughs> but please, if you did make it to that, make sure you subscribe, like, hit the notification bell. There was a, we're at 55% not subscribed to subscribe that are watching this video. Let's get that down to 50 by the time we go to Auburn. Appreciate you boys let's, uh, so much. Let's go. It's the Audi the Everyday Show boys signing off. That's right,
1: baby. And, um... If you want to,
0: Apple podcast, Five stars. If you know you what want to do. To. You know what to do. You've
1: been you listening want, to the want. All Day Every Day Show with All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin. Yes, sir. My name is Alex Jacobs. You can call me All Day AJ. See you from Los Angeles, baby!